0: Hello,
1: and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, the 7th Heaven Podcast. I'm your co-host,
2: Lady J. And your other co-host, T. You didn't giggle! I didn't, did I? Oh my god, I totally didn't! (laughs)
1: Unconsciously, holy crap. Oh my god, is the spell broken? No. No, no, no. It's never broken. Because I'm going to giggle next time, for sure. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, shit, now I'm all conscious about it. No. Nope. No, <laughs> because then I'm going to feel bad. It. Here
1: it is. Wait, is this episode 312? <laughs> <laughs> Have we gone back in time? Maybe. <gasps> do, do,
2: do, do, do. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing really well, especially now. It's kind of cooled down. Yeah.
1: it is. It has been a scorcher, folks. Yes.
2: And it's, let's be real, this summer it's going to be really hot.
1: Super hot. Um, I feel like we've earned it, though, after all the rain we had in LA. We
2: actually, LA actually had a decent winter. That hasn't seen one in, like, what, like 10 years? (laughs) A long time. Yeah, easy a decade. So, yay. Yeah, I think we've earned our super hot summer.
1: Yes. I just hope it's not, I hope it just doesn't continue into the fall and winter again. Like, because, like, we've had such hot Christmases lately. Yeah. That like I can't do another eighty degree Christmas, you know?
2: Why you don't like walking around in tank top and a skirt? What's wrong no, with you?
1: because Christmas I want to wear like comfy like onesie pajamas and like wear a Santa hat. Well, and then like... go to
2: Big Bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: some of us don't have the luxury of going to Big Bear Tea.
2: I mean, I know I don't have take your
1: privilege. <laughs> <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> Oh boy, we are punchy in the studio tonight, folks. Aren't we, um, though? Aren't right. we always, though? <laughs> Good call. Um, so the episode today is 3.14, titled In Praise of Women. I gotta say I love this title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not just because I'm a woman. But I, I just, I love what this title sort of invokes. Yeah. Or evokes, I guess, in me. Like, mm-hmm. it it makes me think of, like like, the best parts of humanity, you know? like, yeah. Like, in praise of... Like, I, there's something about it. I don't know. It's just really cool in the way that most titles are not <laughs> for this show.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: one... they're too literal. Sometimes they're too abstractly conceptual where we don't get them. Yeah. <laughs> but this one's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Amazon Prime spoily is, The Camdens Await the Arrival of the Twins... As Annie endures a long, hard labor.
2: Fun times!
1: Fun times, guys! This is the episode we've been waiting for. It was actually a pretty fun episode. It it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of kind of really cool in yeah. a way. It was funny, funny, and I'm a sucker for like concept episodes. Mm-hmm. And this episode, I think, is definitely like a. Concept episode, Mm -hmm. right? Like where it's less about what's happening and more about like how it's going down. Mm -hmm. You know how it's unfolding. Yep. Um, Because what's happening is what the synopsis says, right? It's the twins are coming. That's Mm -hmm. that's the deal. Um, There's and and it's a total bottle episode. Like it all takes place inside the hospital, within a few rooms. You know, within the hospital, within the birthing room. And the waiting room, and the room where the telephone is. <laughs> like, like That's all. I mean, that's all we see, really.
2: And where Matt gives blood.
1: Oh, that's right. And, and the, the chapel.
2: Oh, and the, Well, okay. So the
1: hospital. <laughs> Fine. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> and this one. And this room. And
1: then this room. And technically, we get some shots of the house. All right. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, so I'm wrong. But but it is a bottle episode in the sense that it yes. does it, it's all happening in one mm-hmm. spot really, the action. Yeah. Um so and I'm a sucker. Like I I I love stuff like this. I love when things sort of when there's like a pattern that emerges or when I when I can point to it and go like, "I see what you're doing there." Yeah. You know, I I enjoy that. So this This one kind of hit all my right buttons. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, so it actually starts kind of weird with what is obviously a dream sequence because Annie sees her mother who's been dead for two years, um, and she's like freak like in the dream sequence, she's freaking out that something's wrong with the twins, mm-hmm. and her mom is like it's all going to be okay like calms her down essentially
2: yeah
1: and then we we fade out or whatever into reality which is annie in the birthing room at the hospital like yeah. covered in sweat right. like like laid up essentially like in the stirrups like mm-hmm. she's in labor you know it's happening yeah. <laughs> so um and then that's really the cold open i mean it's like it's the shortest cold open probably ever yeah Um, Before the credits roll. And then we just get a series of scenes Mm -hmm. that are taking place amongst the kids, amongst Eric and Annie, um, all within the probably, what, 12 to 15 hours that this labor's going down? It's not quite a full day, but it's not... Like there like there's no sense of like was it morning, is it night? Yeah. But it's we get the sense that it's like taking course over the or taking place over the course of like a day. Yeah. You know? Um and yeah, I mean what to say even. Like I like it's hard to know where to start other than just to like play the clips that we've got because yeah. they're awesome. Um but pretty much like right away this pattern gets established that Mary is going to sit or have a conversation with each of her siblings mm-hmm. about, like, what ends up becoming about womanhood. Yes. Hence the title and praise of women. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with a scene she has with Matt. Actually, I should say it starts with a scene that Eric has with Matt in which Annie is, like, in a lot of pain with her contractions and Eric has, like, taken a break to come out into the waiting room and, like, mm-hmm. make sure the kids are okay or whatever. Yeah. And Matt's like, what can I do? What do I do? And he's like, "He's like, uh, give blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think more in, like, a panic for himself than anything. Yeah. Like, no for no real reason just other than, like, how about you guys are the same blood type, so give blood. Yeah. Which sends Matt into a tailspin because, as we've established in season one, Yeah. He's not a fan of doctors and needles Needles. and blood work and all of that. Um, So he and Mary have a scene that we'll play.
0: So mom can give birth to two babies, but you can't get stuck with a needle. Correct. That's why men don't have babies. We're like that. We can't take the pain. Really? It's the genius of the system. The system? The male-female system. Okay, this I have to hear. Well, you've heard of Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. So I figured one of them had to take a dive. Someone had to talk to the snake and eat the apple and break the rules because that was the plan. I'm not sure I follow you. Whoever did that was going to get cursed. Please, continue. So Eve did it. So she was the one willing to get cursed, i.e. Ed she was the one willing to go through all the pain to procreate. OK, let me offer you this. Childbirth is a lot of things. It's, um, it's a gift. It's a blessing. It's a miracle. But it is not a curse. Have you been in that birthing room recently? Yeah, and I can't wait to give birth myself. I mean, it might be the most painful thing in life, but, you know, being willing to suffer often brings great rewards. I.E. it est a baby or two. Something happened to you when you cut your hair. Bye-bye, blood boy. (laughs) Bye-bye, blood
1: boy. (laughs) Cute.
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I might not agree with, like mary's like i can't wait to give birth myself attitude yeah (laughs) but i loved that i loved i loved that matt was trying to get all like biblical on her Mm -hmm. like the curse the apple the da da -da. and mary's like calm down first of all it's not a curse to be the one who has to bear children yeah and like also it's badass and you're a weirdo yeah (laughs) seriously yeah,
2: <laughs> dude, what the what the female body can do—it's fucking insane. Truly, truly insane. Yeah, <laughs> you bleed for five days <laughs> and you don't, <laughs> don't die. What do you mean? <laughs>
1: <gasps> oh my gosh! I just yeah, I can't even get into all of that. Yeah, <laughs> neither the time nor the place. Definitely not. Where
2: um, is it? No, I'm kidding. Hmm. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so all of this is sort of like we should mention too, the entire episode is sort of underscored yeah. by Simon's drive. So we, we, we got a taste of it a few episodes back, right? When he indicated that he really hopes these twins are boys because, yes. like, otherwise he's the only boy in the house and, like, it, cho- it throws the whole balance of the Camden household yeah. off or whatever. And and so here, that's being reiterated. That's sort of being recycled. Like he's all about these twins being boys. Yeah. Like he needs them to yeah. be boys, and um, so much so that he's like in the waiting room, and he's got this like, sh- like he's got this shoelace wrapped around his wrist or his hand, yeah, and like dangling it over his stomach. Yeah. And I will say that at first, I was like, what "The fuck is he doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized what he was doing. Yeah. But he and Mary have this scene. So again, illustrating the theme, which is Mary is sort of the conduit with which yeah. we're experiencing these vignettes which with, with each of the Camden kids.
0: Why are you doing this to yourself? It's not like the baby sex is going to be decided today. It was decided nine months ago. True. But it could be changed in an instant if God wants it that way. But why do you want it that way?
3: Well, let's face it. Life for women is just harder. I'm very aware of the biological consequences of being a woman. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: And you're also very aware that uh, if the twins are girls, you're the only guy left in the house when Matt leaves.
3: Well, yeah, that too.
0: Simon. Yeah? Go find Ruthie. (laughs) (laughs) Go
1: find
2: Ruthie. Go find your sidekick. Yeah, seriously. Or sidetrack. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that's really cute, but then we get the scene where Simon is like in the chapel of the church praying directly to God. Yep. And I love I love so much of this scene and yet it begs so many questions.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna play it. And then we can talk
3: about it. Okay. If you ever wanted to give me something great on Valentine's Day, well, Lord, this is the Valentine's Day to do it. Those babies have to be boys. They have to be. If they're not, well, then this is the last day of the rest of my life. And don't get me wrong, I love and respect all the Camden women. Mary's a great older sister. She's taught me everything a guy would ever want to know about sports. And it's probably a good thing. Because between chasing women and schoolwork, Matt doesn't have a lot of free time. Then there's Lucy, smart, sassy, and extremely emotional. I could deal with any woman after living with her. And Ruthie, I'm sure you got a big file on her. She gets me into a lot of trouble, but boy, does she love life. And I love her. And I love Happy. Thanks for that. You do good work. She's a girl dog, you know. And it goes without saying that I love Mom, too. She's the greatest mom ever. So even if the twins aren't boys, but I hope they are, just make her safe, because we couldn't do without her. Speaking of which, say hello to Grandma Jenny. (laughs) Tell her we'll be singing that song later. The one she taught Matt to sing to Mom when they brought Mary home from the hospital. Well, that's it, that's everything. A little recap. I love women, but I want brothers. And that's the God's honest truth, amen. Or is it a woman?
2: <laughs> so cute,
1: fucking Simon. Yeah, he's he's so just like the epitome of like like my spirit animal. Like you yeah. can't even like. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's just like he's so cute and yeah. smart, funny, and like you know, like beyond his years, you know, that, like, he's a trip. But I – this scene made me realize or think about the fact, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, you realize Simon's the only one who really seems to have a relationship with God Mm. or seems to, like, pray to him often, him, her, whoever often and and interestingly enough seems to be rewarded every time he does yeah with what he wants true like first thing was he wanted the dog he got happy most recently he prayed for Ruthie to believe in Santa again yeah and he got his wish because a seeming Santa appeared at the door and provided gifts or whatever and spoiler alert the twins are boys folks yeah (laughs) like seriously so i feel like there's something there that maybe is even subconscious with the writers like with brenda and everything Mm -hmm. but he's really the only one like okay ruthie has already established she doesn't even maybe believe in god yeah (laughs) like she's always questioning and stuff yeah matt and mary are like i think too old for that crap a little yeah you know what i mean like, they're living their lives. They're not really, like, praying to God for anything. Mm-hmm. And Lucy, as much as she is her father's daughter... Yeah. ...hasn't really indicated, like, that she's very pious in that yes. way. Other than she had that that crisis of faith, if you want to call mm-hmm. it that, in terms of, am I going to get confirmed? Am I going to go down a different path or whatever? Yeah. But Simon is consistently praying and talking to God... True. And then being rewarded for that. It's its an interesting idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know. That's really all I had to say about that.
2: <laughs> it's true. But you have to admit, I like how he prays.
1: Yeah, because it's like selfish praying.
2: <laughs> it's selfish praying and all, but... Um he's not apologetic for it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. You get what I mean? Like, well, this is really what I want. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and it comes from a good place too. Totally. Like you, you can't, you can't hate him on it. Nothing. Like he wants Ruthie to believe in Santa. All right. Not a bad thing. Him talking about how he wants... Brothers, like he goes, and that's the that's the truth. I really want brothers. Mm-hmm. But I'm not hating on my sisters, and he talks and like literally mean, he lists
1: everything he loves about them, yeah, so eloquently and perfectly. Where yeah. I'm just like, have you been practicing this prayer? Yeah,
2: seriously, <laughs> but I think I think um, I think the reason why they're gonna give him everything that he wants in the show sure. as he prays. It, it's from such a sweet place. It's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. And 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 it's very like it, it's not. He's not. He's not praying from the book. He's praying from the heart. Right. That's right, what it right. is. Right. And it's like. And why would anybody want to deny that? Yeah. Why would anyone deny that? Why would someone go against it? So I think. That, true. I think that's why. And and it always feels good. When someone that cute and that fucking <laughs> innocent is praying for something that they really want and are giving you reasons why you should grant them, like how, like you know, you you want him to get it all. I know <laughs> he's so cute. The only thing
1: I'm I'm struggling now to d- decide whether I should play the clip of him talking to Matt or if I should bring up the point that the only I guess I'm just gonna do it. The only part for me about Simon in this episode that was like. Weird or like off a little bit was the ear piercing thing.
2: Yeah, where did that come from? I didn't get
1: that. I didn't. Okay, epiphany, light bulb. Do you think that he did that as like a test of whether or not he would get something he really wants? Because at some point when they when it comes up, he says like. I was called to ask for the ear piercing. Like, right? He says that. Yeah. I didn't make that up. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I felt compelled to ask for the ear piercing. And I think that's the way to like, to like prove one way or the other, whether or not God is willing to like yeah. be on his side. Yeah. But then he doesn't get the ear, like he's you know. not allowed to get the ear piercing. So it's almost like negates it a little bit. I don't know uh,
2: I guess but like I he, but he's also being really bad he's being really naughty. I know he's
1: capitalizing but again does he really want the ear piercing or not I don't get it I don't know but doesn't
2: his character get an ear piercing
1: at one point he does right? yeah that's when he's much older but yeah
2: that's what I thought
1: yeah, he totally rocks that like diamond thing, like guys do sometimes. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah, ooh.
1: yeah. It's nice. not. It's not like a ring or like he gets like a stud, you know, in his lobe or whatever. Okay. <laughs> We're not <laughs> well. There yet. Actually, I shouldn't. I mean, I'm saying that because I think that's what I remember, but I don't even know if I'm right now. Now that I'm now that I'm being put on the spot about it, I'm like, does he get a stud? <laughs> I feel like that's true though. <laughs>
2: does he get a stud?
1: Yeah. I feel because I feel like I can visualize that. I can visualize older Simon with a stud in his ear. Well, that's just...
2: Well, yeah, but Simon asking for a piercing. Like, at that point now, he's just being cheeky.
1: Is... I still... I can't wrap my head around that... Like, I can't, again, wrap my head around why he chooses the moment that his mom is writhing in contraction, labor pain, to go, can I get an ear piercing?
2: Well, maybe... Well, maybe he's taking, um, like... Who was it? Was it Lucy or was it Mary... When they were distracted... Oh, about coloring her hair. Yes. Lucy... Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember uh-huh. when Lucy asked whenever they're, like, not paying attention? Yes. You know, maybe maybe that's where he, he got the idea. Sure. Maybe. I'll allow that.
1: But it doesn't explain why, unprovoked, he goes, I was called to ask for it. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I'm, it's either it's either that the writers are trying to illustrate the same sort of calling is what's making him want boys, boys, or it's what I said earlier, which is the writers are trying to illustrate that like he's testing his relationship with God.
2: Probably testing. You think? Or
1: it make- seems more likely, frankly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably that. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> which, kids. which, if that's the case, you little shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being <laughs> a little, he's a cheeky little fucker. He like... <laughs> really is. But I love kids like God, that. He's so
2: cute. I love kids like that. God,
1: he's cute. Yeah. Okay, I gotta play the clip with him and Matt.
0: Okay. <laughs> Women can do anything men can do. Only, of course, we can't have babies.
3: And some of us can't even give blood.
0: Why do you want more brothers so you can turn on them, too?
3: No. I want the twins to be boys so I can be the big brother. I want to be the big brother who teaches them how to eat a whole loaf of Wonder Bread in one sitting. The big brother who teaches them how to drink a gallon of water and burp the national anthem. The big brother who teaches them how to build a fort out of the couch cushions. The big brother who teaches them how to get static electricity from sliding down the church's carpet runner. The big brother who lets them borrow breath mints for their first makeup party. Matt, I want to be just like you.
0: You just gave me the strength to give blood. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give blood.
3: You might want to stop crying first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so great. I forgot Every he's like to he stop hear. crying first. <laughs> <laughs> this episode had me dying of laughter and simultaneously like crying tears of like joy sadness <laughs> like all at once
2: Matt, <laughs> i want to be just like you and like when matt's crying when matt has tears in his oh, eyes oh god and it's then but so fake yeah but, but props to him the actor
1: on demand tears. yeah like
2: brought the tears and then like oh, you, just, you just gave me the courage to get blood like at the same you know at the same time I'm like fuck that's actually pretty funny <laughs> it's so, so good like, you need to stop crying first that moment
1: when he's like he's like who gives me breath mints I, I thought he was gonna go and encourages me to shove them up my nose yeah <laughs> He's so, I mean, Simon, yeah, there's just, cheeky is the perfect word to yeah, describe this he's kid. Cheeky. He's so, like, like, what's your angle, man? Yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. Teaches, teaches me how to drink a gallon of water and burp the alphabet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, drink a gallon of water? Bro, your stomach! <laughs> yeah, and
1: also, since when does water make you burp? Does it? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Have you drunk a, a gallon scientist. of water? No, neither of us. Not in one. Not in one gulp, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly never chugged a gallon of water. That's so bad. Jeez. yeah, that sounds bad. That's not, yeah. like, that sounds impossible. Yeah,
2: no. Mm-mm.
1: That's like um, on Friends when Joey, like on his resume or on his headshot, he says he lists that he can drink a gallon of, like he can chug a gallon of milk. <laughs> And then, like the like the tag at the end of the episode is like, so do it. (laughs) And he takes the gallon of milk out of the fridge and starts like he puts it to his lips, and then it's literally just like it like it goes everywhere, but inside his 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 throat. (laughs) Like it's just that's him drinking a gallon (laughs) of milk. It's so the best. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So we should also mention that throughout this episode, cut between scenes in the hospital are scenes of what's happening at the Camden house. Oh, yeah. And boy, is that a nightmare Mm -hmm. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric mentions in the beginning of the episode That he has this nagging feeling like, That like he missed something Or forgot something at the house yeah. and, and he's like you lock the door You turn the appliances off yeah. like every, You know you got everything you're fine Cut to <laughs> Door's open fridge is open okay. Appliances are on TV is on Happy has free reign Of the entire house And then as we cut back and forth To Happy at the house we see a series of wild animals that have somehow made their way into Pigeons, the home.
2: squirrels, skunk, skunk cats, mm-hmm. and Happy knows how to change the channel, guys.
1: Oh yeah, make no mistake, he understands the functions of a remote.
2: And the best is, like, he looks like he's in a food coma, too.
1: Oh yeah, the best is, like, like the last time we see Happy is, like, all the animals have seemingly left the house in disarray, and then he's just, like, on the couch sprawled with, like, bits of meat Meat. off of bones that he's been pilfering from the fridge all day. But dude,
2: like, the way that this dog is just watching TV, it's at, like... (laughs) <laughs> the blanket is there, basically it's on the it's on the back part of the, the couch, like mm-hmm. on the you know and like the, a throw. Yeah. And and the and the remote is there and the turkey leg or chicken <laughs> leg, whatever. I think it's a turkey. Yeah, right? It's huge. Yeah, it's <laughs> huge. And like one paw on the remote and the other one on the turkey and like just oh, yeah. like like you know how a kid like a look, human. Yeah, like, like a, a human, and how they human. look over the couch to have a conversation, like, as whatever is happening. Exactly what the dog is doing. I'm totally. like, this is how a dog watches TV. Yep. Uh-huh. Of his own accord.
1: Like, yeah. he took it upon himself to sit on the couch and watch television while eating a turkey leg. You
2: know what I find funny? I know Happy is a girl, but you and I both kind of look at Happy oh. like a boy. Yeah,
1: we just referred to her as a he, didn't yeah. we? Oh, no. Oops. It's Sorry. Okay.
2: Sorry, Happy.
1: Maybe she's trans. <laughs>
2: Oh,
1: Jesus. Not to make light of trans. Yeah, you're right. I just... Yeah, for some reason, I can't wrap my head around the fact that Happy's a girl. Even though Simon just gave us a beautiful speech speech. about how she's a girl. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Good work, God.
2: The way way Simon even talks about Lucy...
1: Oh, yeah. Pain in the ass, but I know how to live life now. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Damn. I know. You know what? I just remembered... Lucy takes the biggest step of her fucking life in this episode. Yeah, not only does she take a big step, but I think she comes to a big real like self realization. Yeah, which maybe camp all by myself helped her come to <laughs>
2: <laughs> camp all by myself. <laughs> uh, okay, go on.
1: Um, no. She breaks up with Jordan, which. Sad for us, but because we love Jordan, because we love Jordan, but you know what? Good for her because the way she tells it, she realized that he loves her a lot more than she loves him. Yeah, and I gotta say, that takes a special amount of self worth and self esteem Mm -hmm. and self realization
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to do the right thing in that kind of a circumstance.
2: You know, I agree, but okay, this is just like you sure. know, kind of conversation. Devil's now. advocate, go for um, it. I big step. Love that she did that. Mm-hmm. Very unselfish of her. Right to you know, like to no. to
1: do that. Yes, yeah. Instead of stringing him along or whatever.
2: But here's 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 my question: Did she think that she was not capable of like loving him as much? Like the mm. you know what I mean, like. Did, did did she think that she's never gonna catch up to it? Like because sometimes you're not at the same page. Like you're not there yet emotionally with someone right away. M- might take time. You know, I was just. It, I don't know. I was just thinking about that.
1: That's actually pretty a good point. Pretty a good point. <laughs> wow, English.
2: It's it's you know it's a That's sassy a... it's a sassy woman drink. <laughs>
1: Cheers to that Cheers to that Cheers to the cocktail That T made And named The Sassy Woman Uh huh Tell everybody What's in it T
2: Um Okay so Vodka Um Sparkling water And then this weird Cocktail mix That I made Of strawberries Honey A little bit of cayenne Black pepper Uh A little bit of lemon juice
1: I am in awe of you Didn't you say You put jalapenos in Oh and thing?
2: jalapeno too Woman
1: I am in awe of you I don't know what we would drink if it wasn't for you on these episodes. <laughs> Let the record show that tea is like 95% of the time mastermind behind what we're drinking for these episodes. Not only is she the mastermind, she's the, she's the maker of them and she like, like crafts them. She gets it, okay? I am not a bartender, this is just for fun. No, yeah, no, I get it. No one's calling you a bartender. I kind of wish I was,
2: because then I would have all these tricks up my sleeve.
1: No, if you did wish you were, you'd wish that you were a mixologist. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like a mentality thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my crap is too loud.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, Valerie you know, <laughs> then. Um, but, yes, so sassy woman, Totally. I I like what you're saying. I I dig your perspective on it because you're right. Maybe she's not giving herself and her relationship enough of a chance, right? Like like just cuz she feels like this now doesn't mean that she won't ever catch up to him. Yeah. In terms of how she feels about him.
2: And The only reason why I say this is because of how Jordan has been with her.
1: Super sweet and awesome. Super (laughs) sweet and
2: awesome. But it's like he gives her room to catch up.
1: Yes. Like
2: to understanding where he's coming from. Or mm, Or like, he gives her room to grow emotionally too.
1: Yes. Without judgment. Yes. Like he doesn't run away from her crazy. Which
2: is fucking amazing. So
1: amazing. You're right. God damn it, Jordan. Yeah. Fuck, I feel so bad for him now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Valentine's Day, which fuck that noise. Like no. I get I get why she does it on this day because for her it's like a clean slate like Yeah you know, this is the first day of the rest of her life in Mm -hmm. terms of how she's seeing it for herself and her life and her family. Mm -hmm. So I can understand sort of cathartically where she's like, gotta do it now, gotta get it over with or whatever, but fuck, man.
2: Man, I can totally see a selfish Lucy down the line in different episodes maybe in the future. Mm. Her saying... Yeah, it's your birthday. You know, I also broke up with my boyfriend on your birthday. Like, I can totally. Oh, see the her. twins! Yeah, like throwing this <laughs> totally. line in one of the episodes totally. in the future.
1: God, how much do you think it burns, Lucy, that she was conceived on Valentine's Day, but the twins were born on Valentine's oh. Day?
2: Oh! Ah! oh. <laughs> this will be a fun conversation, right? Like, I. I I want this I want I want that to happen in <laughs> totally. one of the episodes. Like, like fuck we call five in. years from now, like yeah. when
1: they're old enough to understand English, you know, yes. she's like, you little shits.
2: <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend. You stole my thunder. <laughs> this will be good. Mm. <laughs> I hope it happens. You know what? Me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll make for good television. I want crazy Lucy back, apparently. I, I, I take crazy I Lucy back. In fact, I hope that maybe this is the beginning of like normal Lucy, like, or not normal, like, you know, like evened out, stabilized yeah. Lucy, <laughs> yeah. where it's not all like highs and lows yes. with her. Um, I'm very curious to see how long she'll go boyfriendless after this. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know even know if that's a comment on Lucy the character or on the writers, right? Like I don't know who that's a comment on, but writers. like I mean ultimately, yes. But always, oh, I know. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> no, I know that. I'm just saying. I know.
2: Cuz you and I just complain about how many times they give Mary a different boyfriend every week. No, I know.
1: But also Lucy the character, yeah. like I I, there's some I, I'm like I'm invested in her somehow some way some for some reason like I like I want to see her like you know at first when she first got with Jordan we were so excited about it because we were like oh my god this is a side of Lucy that we've like we've been wanting to see where she's like where she's like not crazy she's yeah. just like you know she's just like doing it you know she's like yeah. living a life and she's in it to win it kind of thing. And now that she's broken up with him, okay, fine. I still am not convinced that we're not going to see him again. I'm holding out hope that for some reason he'll come back. I don't know. Because he could, right? I mean, there's no reason he wouldn't. They're still in school together. Like, it could happen that we see him again. But, or maybe some sort of breakup aftermath scene or some shit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now it's like my wish list. But, um, where was I going with this? (laughs)
2: Lucy? yes Uh...
1: oh yeah i just now that she's broken up with him now that she's decided or intellectually she knows why she broke up with him it's because she realized that he was in it to win it more than she was so that's great that's fine Mm -hmm. but the true test of this will be does she really now like dig into herself does she like You know, find who she is without a boyfriend. That would be
2: great. I would love that.
1: Because we've never seen
2: that side of her. Lucy, in many ways, I think Lucy has the most, like she has the most room to grow
1: Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a character. True. True, I think so.
2: Because I say that only because um, Lucy's always in questioning. Like she's always questioning something, whether it's about herself or something outside of herself. But she always is, like, she always has, like, she always talks back. She always has something to, I don't know. Like, she just always has a rebuttal, I guess that's the best way to put it. Well, and she's also kind of sort of always on a
1: journey of self-discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's religious or whether it's learning about the rules and following them or it's going to camp all by myself and, like, trying to become one with herself, though, she she failed.
2: I I guess she's the most kooky mm -hmm. and most... Um I don't want to say low self esteem here that's not that's not what I want to say I like almost um she's kooky enough to try it out and to discover herself and to learn about herself. She's not afraid of doing it she might hate it, she might complain about it <laughs> true which,
1: and or fail <laughs> yeah
2: but the thing is it's like she's just she's not afraid to try it, yeah, which is awesome, yeah. Th- that 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 little like drive of madness is is fun to watch because of that like she she's willing to go that extra step. Why not let me go try it out. yeah, you know
1: you know what's interesting too is I think I think I made a comment on one of our previous episodes about how she strikes me as this type of girl who you know at twelve she's like, I'll be married at twenty five two kids are at thirty and she kind of like is she's one of those types, yeah. you know. Um, whatever that really means, but you know what I mean? And like, and, but the thing that, that I don't think I did say at the time is that she's kind of sort of doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, like it's one thing to be the girl at 12 years old who's like, oh, I'm going to play by the rules and I'm going to have boyfriends yeah. and you know, like my first kiss is going to be magical and amazing, you know? And then there's another thing to, like, kind of sort of do (laughs) that and, like, live that life, you know, in a way that's, like, sort of empowering, kind of, you know. Like, maybe it's not my choice personally. Like, maybe I don't agree with that kind of a life or whatever. But I can respect the fact that she's doing that.
2: It's very true. (laughs) You know? I think she also comes off aloof or fickle with her emotions, but... It works in her favor because she doesn't have the answer, so that's why she goes and she tries it. That's why she goes Mm. and she does it. She, Mary, knows what she wants, knows who she is, and in many ways, or in not many ways, in some ways, is rigid and not in a bad way. There's confidence. Right. There's confidence. There's you know, like she uh, like she knows her answers, and she does, and she does it with conviction, and she believes exactly yeah. what she says. she's
1: like like her path is set. yeah, and she's just following it, yeah, yeah, in term, I mean, not like life path, but no. like her path of like her emotional path, her,
2: yeah, her decisions are, like, yeah, it's almost like she doesn't have to think about it. It's there. Like she has right. the answer in front of her.
1: She's like fully formed yeah. as it were. exactly.
2: yeah, but with Lucy, there's always, some form of doubt, and that's why it gives her room to question herself and to grow. Yeah, or maybe it's even true. or or maybe take like a bunch of step backs. But again, that's her process. That's her. Right. That's her journey. Right. So it's 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 fun. She can get it's annoying. Interesting, yeah. She can get annoying, but um, but whatever. That's her character. But again, it's entertaining. Yeah. Totally. It's entertaining.
1: Totally. And yeah. And exactly. Like it can be annoying. It, it can also be fun to watch and it yeah. can also feel empowering to watch at yeah. times you know where yeah. you're just like yeah you go girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah I don't know she's she's definitely one to watch yeah which we know for obvious reasons because of what we know yeah. going forward but yeah she's You know what's interesting when you mentioned that she's like the one that has the most room to grow? My immediate, like, my brain immediately goes to Ruthie. Yes. Because I feel like on the surface, Ruthie's the obvious answer Mm -hmm. because she's the youngest and she's literally going to grow up the most and whatever. But I think you're right in that Ruthie, as crazy as she is and like as young as she is. Even she is a little bit set. Yeah. Like, like she's still growing and maturing mm-hmm. and stuff. And maturity goes a long way. So, like, when she does finally hit that, like, age where she's a little bit more self-aware, you mm-hmm. know? It remains to be seen, I guess. But, yeah, no, Lucy's definitely, like, she's, she's a book that she's still writing. You know, like, like like Lucy's a book that's still being written. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. Good stuff. That kind of makes me want to play the clip between Mary and Lucy. Okay. Um, so, it's right after Lucy's admitted to Mary that she wants to break up with him. hmm And Mary's like, why, what's going on? And they have this conversation. Actually... Before they have this conversation, Lucy admits that, like, she really likes Jordan. Like, he's hot, whatever. And also, like, part of her felt good about the fact that she took him away from Mary. Yeah. And then they have this conversation.
0: Why would taking something away from you make you feel good? Not that that a, a guy is something. Jordan is a person. I know that. And for your information, we're not competing against each other. We're sisters. We're here to help each other. I know that. And what is it with women competing against women? I mean, who's got the longest legs? And who's got the biggest breasts? And and who looks better in an evening gown or in a bathing suit? And who can, who can throw a flaming baton? And, and who can catch the best-looking, richest guy? <laughs> I mean, if we stopped competing against each other, we could rule the world. A woman.
1: Mm. A woman. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I think again, this is one of those moments where it's like blah blah cliché, like we've heard it a million times yeah. before. But just in terms of the context of this, right? Mm-hmm. These characters 99, yeah. <laughs> you know, like this show, I think Worthwhile message, yeah. The idea that, and how, and how truly relevant still today. I know, you know, this idea that like women are so much more than the sum of their parts. When they come together, when women work together, as opposed to think of each other as others. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might even expand that to people, right? Like humanity, like like humans, society, civilization, whatever you want to call it, we are so much more than the sum of our parts. That's if we true. could just work together, if we could just come together
3: mm-hmm.
1: and be united in not just our, not necessarily our goals per se, but just in, in our like vision
2: mm-hmm. for this world. Yeah. Yeah
1: how powerful we would be. How even more powerful collectively we'd be than just the few that have the power in this world.
2: Well, then tell everyone to break social contracts and we'll be fine.
1: But that, but that's all part of it, right? Like yeah. Like, like the coming together is the breaking of mm-hmm. those social contracts or whatever. But... Yeah. Ugh, God. I mean... I agree. I mean, fuck. Like, it's 2017. Our president is, like... fucking nightmare and a half you know and we had the opportunity as a country to like elect a woman for the first time in 240 fucking years (laughs) like (laughs) and you know i don't know not to get political as i always say but anyway i thought that was a cool message Uh, you know again cliched we've all heard it by now, a million yeah. times, from every show and everything. It's not original by any means. But at the time, I think, you know, it meant something to hear yeah. that on television. So, worth uh, mentioning.
2: Especially coming from a, what, 16-year-old character?
1: Yeah. You know what's interesting? I mean, we haven't even... Actually... Oh, no. we The only one we haven't heard yet is Mary and Ruthie's vignette. Mm. But... Like why Mary? Even you think about it. Like why was Mary the conduit for this episode?
2: Mm. Well, Lucy's still questioning herself. Mm -hmm. Mary just sounds like she's more um, Mary. Mary just knows who she is, so she speaks. So she speaks with conviction. You know what I'm, she speaks with confidence good point doesn't mean doesn't mean she good has point. all the answers but in that family she's the only one that can give advice from a woman's perspective right now because Annie is you know popping out babies indisposed <laughs> yeah she's popping out babies and I don't know and, and if anything you're seeing Mary take on the mat role in this episode I think you hit the nail on the head there. Mary's taking Matt's role
1: in this episode. I completely agree.
2: Yeah. I think she failed
1: the first time they tried to do yeah. that. She like the character actually failed the first yeah. time they tried to put this on her.
0: Mhm.
1: And now I think that it's exactly that. And I yeah. think Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I think Matt is gearing up to actually leave the house mm-hmm. at this point and to really like leave the rest of them to their own devices Yeah. so this is an illustration of the fact that she can make this work and yeah. she can take like step up into yeah. this role we'll see I want to play the Ruthie clip because okay. it's so cute
3: <laughs> well I'm never going to have babies I'm going to be an astronaut and live on the moon earth is starting to
0: bore me <laughs> Well, I think you'd make a great astronaut. That is a great dream. Thanks. And don't let anyone ever talk you out of your dream. Like Simon? Like anybody.
3: What if I changed my mind? Could I be a
0: mommy and an astronaut? Yeah, there are women astronauts who are mommies. So you could do both, or neither, or one or the other. Women can do anything that men can do. But men can't have babies. Right. But it's hard to have babies without them.
2: cute yeah so cute
1: and i love that like the ruthie conversation she has is totally like age appropriate like like you know with matt and with lucy Mm -hmm. and with simon she's having more like sort of like philosophical you know or like or like tangible conversations Mm -hmm. and with ruthie it's like you can be an astronaut and be a mommy, totally, man. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. You can do whatever men can do and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah. You know, like like the shit that like a seven year old girl needs to hear. Yes. You know? I love that. It was so so cute. Um. <laughs> did you did you get this weird feeling? It was it was around the time of the ear piercing when it became obvious that, like, these twins weren't going to be born anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I, I got this weird, like, waiting for Godot vibe. <laughs> yes. With this episode. Yeah.
2: I'm like, is it going be to be to-be-continued episode? It,
1: was, it felt really like, where are we, like, where is this train going? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because it, it, for a 44-minute episode, it felt much longer. Yeah. Didn't it? It yeah. felt... Meteors, not uh, meteor. I, that's not the right word. It felt dragged out, yeah. Somehow,
2: but I will say, drugged up Annie was nice. Angry, oh, Annie. drugged
1: up Annie was hilarious.
2: <laughs> or whenever she talked shit to Eric, um, Doctor Hastings, Doctor Hastings. who she was like, Doc- uh, no, the Doctor Hastings that runs the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> the shit she would say. <laughs> Yeah,
1: seeing Annie, so we haven't even talked about Annie in the birthing room yeah, at dude. all. Like, Annie in the birthing room is such a badass. Yeah. I mean, we already know she's a badass. We've, yeah, we've yeah, discussed yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah. at length. But, like, holy shit. She's funny, dude. I also gotta say, I loved the silence in her pushing. At like towards the end, Mm. you know how like TV movies they like to portray that shit as like this loud, violent, screaming affair. Yeah, I I was. I guess I kind of expected that just because I'm trained to expect that. Yeah, Yeah. and there was some sort of like power Mm -hmm. in her like silent. I mean, I wish there was no score underscoring it because that fucking takes you out of it. But there was something really cool about. Just like watching her face, mm-hmm. like screwed up, and yeah. like, you know, like in all of her might mm-hmm. as she's expelling life yeah, yeah, yeah. from her womb.
2: <laughs> and I also like how she even fucks with Eric. When she squeezes his hand, she goes, focus on the bunny. Focus on I was like, yes. And then when he throws the bunny away, like, fuck this bunny. Yeah. She goes, focus on the bunny. And, like, squeezing his hand. And, and then we find out, out
1: in the flashback that the bunny was mad.
2: Yeah. Aww.
1: That flashback was so out of place, though. Which one? The, the flashback at the end. The with, Mary Tyler Moore shit? Yeah, with Jenny and young Matt. Like, what the fuck? Who needed that?
2: No one. Who needed
1: that at all? Yeah.
2: We saw Grandma Jenny in the beginning.
1: It was like, it was like, oh, we have Alice Hurst some. Let's give her a lot to do.
2: <laughs> God, dude. Like,
1: no one needed that flashback scene. It was so unnecessary. But, I mean, whatever. Little Matt was cute. Not at all, like, adult Matt looking. No. He had, like, black hair and, like, none of the same sort of general, like, did facial that, Wait a minute. Did features. that little
2: boy have blue eyes, by the way?
1: I didn't notice.
2: He might have. Uh, doubtful, though, with black hair. I don't know. I can't, I know he was wearing a blue shirt. I just can't remember his eye color because a part of me thinks he had blue eyes. And I'm like, Matt doesn't have blue eyes, guys. I'm going to guess he didn't have blue eyes. I'm going to hope. <laughs> <laughs> To hope yes. for that. <laughs> Listeners, let us know
1: cuz Lord knows I'm not rewatching it. No, <laughs> oh, no. I moved on. Um Yeah, that at that flashback scene was like what the yeah. fuck. No, but Annie, I mean, god. Okay. So, as the spoiler told us, long hard labor. Um it's certainly long yeah. and certainly difficult. And then to add insult to injury, when the time comes for her to like, like when she's fully dilated and all that crap, Dr. Hastings realizes that baby number two is breech. Yeah. Which of course is a complication. But I feel like happens more often than we yeah. really think or realize mm-hmm. these days, especially. I mean yeah. back that back then I can see how yeah. it would have been a la And
2: he said he'd like manually like rotate. The Which baby. is what they do. Yeah. And I
1: feel like it's less and less of a problem. It becomes a problem if they don't do it quickly and efficiently enough. Yeah. Because blood pressure mm-hmm. and the cord and all that shit, I get it. Yeah. But but it's doable. Like they mm-hmm. do it all the time. I feel like mm. you know. I mean, not all the time, but it's they, yeah. they do it. Like it's not like impossible to deal with. You know. Yeah. So anyway, but I think it's highlighted. It's it's heightened more by the fact that this is the guy that almost killed Matt, and yeah. the history there, and like, is he gonna fuck up again? Yeah. Or whatever. Well,
2: th- I just um she, she man dude she was funny. She goes call him. And then he and he asks her are you sure and she says he owes me one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, dude." Like she's like, "No, I know he'll get this shit done right this Which, time around."
1: Bold move, yeah. dude, because this is a life you're giving birth to. Yeah. You're, banking you one, Two. Two. Yeah. you're banking on a you owe me? Not one? Two. Two. You're banking on a you owe me? Like Fuck. That's a badass woman right there. Yeah. And she's so adamantly against the C-section. Yeah. She knows her body. Yeah, she knows she what she's capable of. She knows what she wants to do, and yeah. what she can do. And it's like, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That I part was good. I can't even... Ugh, ugh. I know. I wanted to ask my mom in advance of this record about her own story with me mm-hmm. because the only story, like the only version of it that I know is labor was taking forever. The doctors, much like the doctors in the beginning of this episode were like, it's taking too long. Let's just do a C-section. And so they did with mm. me. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, like, the real, like, what, would it, what it was like in that room, you yeah. know? Like, was it like, we don't know. What's going to happen if it's taking too long? Like, I, like, you know.
2: I only know a few things. Like, um, I was a week late. Oh, shit. Okay. I was a week late. And you're a
1: second child, which yeah. is rare. Okay. Yeah.
2: I was a week late, so they induced her. Um, but my mom was super pissed when it hit 10 hours and I wasn't coming out. And she goes, shit. It's like the first one. Because the first one, my brother was 30 hours of labor. Fuck. Yeah. And I was 17. Shit. And I was a week late. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. But my
2: mom was like, yep, I pushed you out. So it's all good. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's fucking insane when you think about it.
1: And she did it. She did twins. Like, I mean, not to mention the five she's done
3: before. Yeah, yeah, Forget yeah.
1: that. Like twins. Like, yeah. holy crap! Like, you do one, and then you're like, okay, gear up for the next one. Yeah. Fuck. I was recently on Snapchat. I think there was some, some stupid story about not stupid story, but stupid Snapchat of having this story about these. There's this family six or seven years ago. Where they did in vitro and ended up having six sex tuplets. like so, sex tuplets. and because you know with the with the eggs and they, with the fertilization, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. they had they, they they do a bunch in case one takes, yeah, but like all of them took apparently. Oh, so and then of course they got famous because like Oprah had them on yeah. or whatever the fuck, but like now they're six years later and they had a reality show and all this shit, but I was just. Especially in light of this episode, too. I was just like, fuck, dude. She had to sit in labor yeah. and expel six of them from nah. her womb. <laughs> like, at once. Yeah. Like,
2: what the fuck is yeah.
1: happening in this world? and,
2: like... <laughs> oh, man, I can't even think about it. There's no way you can breastfeed six oh, babies. no. Like, you put them on shifts. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I know, but, like, what I'm trying to say... like. No, there's no such thing as even putting him on shifts. Like, you have to think about, like, shit, I need to pump every day. Like, like every yeah, hour. Yeah, I mean, do you, are
1: you even... Pro- I mean, I guess you are producing enough milk because yeah. your body makes that so. Yeah. But, like,
2: I can't even shit. imagine, like, breastfeeding like, or, like, pumping <sighs> that much. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My Like, a cousin, my cousin of mine, she had twins, dude. And... Yep, you gotta pump man and uh-huh. it's crazy because it's like cause if you don't pump and, and if you do it regularly and you have yourself on a time and you don't pump, you leak, or you can have an infection. It's crazy.
1: Totally.
2: The the leak God, the, but the leak is infection? hilarious. Like yeah. leak is
1: hilarious, I get it. But like at the risk of infection? Yeah. Like yeah. what? You Why? Can... Who the fuck designed can... this? I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying <laughs>
1: God was a but, woman. But,
2: but okay. the, yeah, but the leak is hilarious only because like um, one time one of our friends uh, oh. she she didn't have the keys to get home. No one was home, and she left her keys behind. <laughs> and we're waiting in the car for her for her husband to come home with the baby. And she goes, God, I just need to pump already because I know I'm about to leak. Five minutes, dude. Just five minutes later. And then she goes, back, And we're like, what? Oh. We turn around. There's like a stain on her. Oh, no. <laughs> but we all start laughing. And then she goes, she was like, just give five minutes. The other side's good. Gonna- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just so funny. Like, we were sitting there in the car in her driveway laughing hysterically. That sounds awful. like literally like this
1: is how I know I'm not ready for children because I hear stories like this and I'm just like not today Satan <laughs> not today no thank you no thank you I just you know and you know how you know how some people just like know they're not built for kids like yeah. like not just physically but just like in general yeah like. like you know, mentality wise or whatever. I think I'm just one of those people. Like sometimes I'll get that pang where I'm like, Oh babies (laughs) But I can have like I can experience babies without having my own. (laughs) You know? This is true. Like I can I can play with your babies when you have them or whatever. And I'll be like babies and they'll be great and I don't have to have them my own or take take them home. Exactly. (laughs) I don't have to change diapers, pump my tits or (laughs) worry about them crying in the middle of the night when I need to sleep. Sorry. But not sorry. Just saying. Hmm. I don't know. The more I think about it, and I'm getting to this age where I need to think about it. The more I think about it, I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. I am good. I've been good. I'm
2: good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah. But can we talk about I'm how... I'm pulling kids. a
1: Ruthie. I'm never having kids. <laughs> I'm going to be an astronaut.
2: <laughs> can we talk about how cute it was when Matt decided to play God in the chapel? Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. That shit was good.
1: <laughs> Loopy Matt, yeah, having like, just given blood, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm not like, dude. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I, I loved dying. it. I loved it.
1: Matt chomping on cookies like like he's got this plate balanced on his chest, yeah. like a like a fucking like monster. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's like like scarfing down cookies like they're his life source. It was, hilarious. And the poor guy that's, like, laying next
2: to him that just gave up, he's like, you want to give me some?
1: Which which implies that, like, he's, took, he, he's taken all of the
2: cookies yeah. and put them in his own and, plate. And the, self, the selfish little boy, <laughs> I, I'm calling that a little boy, yes. still takes a couple and then has a plate. <laughs>
1: So good. Like, Matt is hilarious in this episode. Yeah, yeah, Starting with the Simon scene where he's like, you gave me the strength your yeah. blood. Like, <laughs> he's hilarious. Like, truly, I was... Li- like, I had to pause because I was laughing yeah, yeah. so hard. And then I was like, okay, carry on. <laughs> what else?
2: Like, it was so funny. But that chapel scene as him playing God. <laughs> so good. because Simon. Like- <laughs> <laughs> what? And, like... Simon's face, like looking around, and then of course you know Matt's in the back because I was waiting for this. Of course,
1: obviously it's not really God, but like
2: here's the funny thing: like I didn't expect it to be funny, even though I know it's Matt, and then it's like it's still got a chuckle out of me. He's loopy, yeah.
1: Yeah, Because he comes out from hiding, from quote unquote hiding, and he's like, he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's like he's cracking himself up exactly with how hilarious. And then and
2: as Simon is running out of the chapel, he's still doing the voice with,
1: has his, <laughs> his mouth so good so good I sound like Jimmy I sound like Dustin Timberlake doing Jimmy Fallon impressions so good <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Um, yeah dude I don't I mean this episode it's like it's like all over the place and yet not and perfect and like hilarious And brought me to tears And also cheesy with the ending of the song That they oh, all yeah, sing yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which why the fuck Like when you think about this, The origin story of that song Is it just because Annie loves Mary Tyler more? Yeah. I, yeah And does she even? I feel like Matt made that up When he was five years old <laughs> Or two I guess Whenever Mary was born I guess born. so yeah What? So they all start singing in bad harmony. Yes. (laughs) Very bad harmony. Yes. And it's you, girl, and you should know it. (laughs) And then, as if that's about bad enough, after the flashback, they sing it again. Yes. And we get a full clip of them singing it each time. While Annie is holding both babies. Yeah, Simon and David. No, Samuel and David. Yeah, I'm like... Simon is Simon, sorry, There can't mind. be
2: Simon 1 and Simon 2. Imagine, and imagine you have two kids, both named Simon. Oh, oh man.
1: <laughs> Creative parents. That's like, somebody hated me. Um, yeah, Samuel and David. Oh, they're so cute.
2: <laughs> yeah. Babies. She finally had the babies. Finally.
1: I really thought they were going to string us along through the end of the season with this. So there's still like six or seven episodes left. Or six. Was, I don't know math. Eight? Eight <laughs> I don't know math. Eight? <laughs> yes. Eight. Or eight. seven. Seven. Why? It ends at episode 21?
2: 22. Oh. 15, 16. Yeah, 17, yeah, yeah, 18. Yeah, 19,
1: 20. 21, 22. 22. I was wrong. Eight. I was right initially, and I was wrong when I corrected myself, so it's eight. Yes. Don't be a
2: Lucy. Don't doubt yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm breaking up with Jordan because I can't do math. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking... Eight episodes left with these babies, and when they come home from the hospital, the house is a fucking mess because the wild animals of the world have entered but, it and no. made a mess of it. Yeah, but
2: guess what? We're not going to see. It no, you that's know how never going to be a
1: thing. That's never going to be like guarantee. When they come, when they bring those babies home next episode, the house is going to be like they they never yeah. left it. Yep. <laughs> so dumb. Why? Why do they do this? But I, I'll even admit though, I loved it. I loved those happy scenes. Until they introduced the wild animals, yeah. I was like, I was "Like, why do we gotta have skunks and pigeons in here?" Seriously, <laughs> it's so unnecessary. It's 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 good enough. It's funny enough that Happy has just like run rampant. Yeah, he's made the house his home. You know, it's Seriously. all good. It's hilarious. The house it's is, enough. is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> did we do it?
1: I feel like we did it. Mm-hmm. Any stray observations? You. No. <clears throat> oh, you know what we didn't talk about is when, after Lucy's broken up with Jordan. Uh oh. Did I say, yeah, Lucy's broken up with Jordan, Jordan. And, um, she and Simon are having a moment, you know, and then Simon, like, kind of, like, walks away. And Ruthie's just been, like, loitering
2: there the whole time. Not even. she. It, she it, I think she gives the best, like, the best, uh... You know, I don't know. She gives Simon some shit. She goes, "Hey, she's my sister too. Leave."
1: Yeah, yeah. And what's better is, and this is so subtle. I don't even know if it's gonna play on the podcast, but like, so like Simon's like, okay, and he like makes a show of leaving, right? Yeah. And then as she, as he walks away, Ruthie, who's like legit, like leaning on the armchair, yeah. like right, like that, Ruthie that that Lucy's sitting on, she like she does one of those, like, side-eye glances, like, making sure that he's gone, you know? Yeah, (laughs) And then comes around and, like, sits on Lucy's lap, and they have this conversation, which melted my heart and made me want to die of cuteness. Just so you know, this is how I
3: see it. I didn't like Jim Moon at all. He was just okay. And I liked Rod a little bit. He was decent. I like Jordan a lot. He was a good guy. So the next one I'll probably be crazy about. I guess he'll be a great guy. you just are great.
1: so cute mm-hmm. So cute. it is cute. and I love that like Lucy gets this look on her face like oh you Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and they're cute and that's it. I mean it doesn't go anywhere other than that just like nice little sister bonding mm-hmm. moment you know. So fucking A, dude. So now there's four Camden boys and three Camden girls. Yeah. The boys now outnumber the girls. Yep. Simon got his wish. He did. Son of a bee.
2: Simon keeps getting whatever he wants. Do you, so
1: you mentioned that your cousin had twins, so yeah. you have twins in your family. Mm-hmm.
2: Like my mom's side, yeah. yeah. Twins runs Yeah.
1: I it's so interesting to me because and I guess I guess the parent is the person to ask really but i i can't help but lump twins together like Mm. like in my mind twins are twins like it's hard for me to like separate them as people Mm. and like just think of them as entities outside of each other oh dude you can when you when
2: you see their personalities yeah but they're always gonna be sam and david
1: you know what I'm saying, yeah. or whoever and whoever. Like, I don't. And for me, is what I'm saying. Like, like in my mind, Sam will be Sam and David will be David, and maybe Sam is gonna be the tantrum thrower and David's the one who goes taller or whatever. Yeah. But, but like it's. Sam and David, like, they're they're like a unit, you know, like, it's so, like, weird to me. I know, well,
2: it's, well, it's kind of like with the twins, because I just, like, when I ask my cousins, like, oh, how how are they doing, I'll say, like, Chris and Chloe, or I'll say, how are the girls, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just, it's just how it comes out, I I won't say, like, oh, how's Chris, oh, how's, yeah?" you know, I'm like, or I always say, I'm like, um. Are the twins their only children? Yeah.
1: That, That might lend itself. Yeah. You know, I I think there's something to be said about like if the only children are twins. Yeah, it's it makes sense that you go like, how are the girls? Yeah, (laughs) or how are Chris and Chloe? Like, it's not that.
2: And those odd. Uh, And uh, I got this really. I um, um. maybe bad or naughty habit <laughs> of me calling the girls beasties oh no so i <laughs> so I, I always like i'm like so how are my little beasts doing and then and i swear i've re- we've recorded them say it and they, they both go beastie like it's just oh, kind of, no. like beastie and like they've gotten used to it or one time we were saying excuse me and then one of them said disgusting and i'm like what <laughs> where did disgusting come from excuse me that reminds
1: me of when my baby cousin was born. She's not a baby anymore, but when she was born, we got, and when she, you know, she was, like, young enough, like, mm-hmm. until she turned, like, three or four, I guess. Like, just, uh, just to be cute, right? Yeah. She was, like, our little monkey, you know? Like, she yeah. was just, like, little monkey, like, whatever. And then she got a little bit older, and I, I did that, like, I said that, and she goes, I'm not a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like... Oh, shit, you're a person. <laughs> I get it now. I'm not a monkey. <laughs> like, you're not a kid. Like, every, she's a kid. She's still a kid, but, like, she's, like, a person, yeah. you know, with, like, fully formed personality yeah. and, like, personhood outside of, like, you're a baby, yep. <laughs> you know? Like,
2: it's weird. With Chris, like, if you tried her to take her out of the room, mm-hmm. if you tried to kick her out of the room, she gets extremely fussy. Like, how <laughs> dare you take me out of this room? Aww. Like, the, she's – and then Chloe – She's a Ruthie. What are we doing? Like, she'll get in your business. Like, what are we doing? Let's try to figure this out. That's so cute. You know, and, and Chris, like, she can be left alone. Like, she, she can be left alone, but remove her from the room, she will cut you. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Like they have their own personalities, and they're yeah, which you I mean you hear that all the time that twins yeah.
1: develop their own separate personalities. Yeah. Like when they're young enough that you know they're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying?
2: And I asked her, like, have they? Like I asked her, like, when did they discover that they realized that these two are like, this is my sister, mm-hmm. and and I want to say like they kind of figured that out, maybe when they were both like eight or nine months old oh wow they kind of figured it out because when they're by each other there's moments of where they would reach for each other and then there's moments of where they would fight Hmm. so that started already but now but now they're like as babies they weren't as much as a unit as they are now now you'll find them like like hugging each other, or or like one of them tapping the other, like look at this, you know. Like now they do that. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah, so it's interesting. I don't know, oh, man. Oh, that's so
1: special. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's so amazing. I don't know. I and you, biologically, right? Like it's yeah. just so amazing. Like they're so great. They're I also love too that how, how in the show. There was never a a a supposition that the twins might be fraternal and boy and girl, (laughs) like like that. That was never on the table. Yeah, that would have been fun, right?
2: That would have been fun.
1: I think that would have been great, but but it was never. It was either like they're girls or they're boys. That's the only thing that was on the table.
2: I'm assuming like how are they going to find. in, I guess maybe in the industry. I'm just it's trying to It's easier
1: to find boy and girl. I
2: would it's, assume the so. The hard
1: part is finding twins. Yeah. Because they need to be more like quadruplets, which, true. spoiler alert, Sam and David are, yeah. the actors are, because of child acting laws. Yeah. It's so much harder to deal with twins that are playing twins yeah. than fraternal twins. Like, who cares about that? They don't even have to look alike.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Why didn't they do that?
1: I think... Uh, don't quote me on this, listeners, but I think the young children on Blackish are supposed to be twins. The young, really? the young ones, like because yeah. there's an older boy and there's an older girl, mm-hmm. and there's two younger kids. I think they're supposed to be twins. Hmm. I could be wrong.
2: I've only seen like a couple of episodes of that one. It's pretty hilarious, but again, like I just haven't. It's one of those things where
1: yeah, there's too much. Television. There's too much. There's too much to keep track of. Especially network television is so hard to keep track yeah. of because it's like. Once it's over, it's over, and it's, like, hard to find it unless yeah. you buy it, you know? Go <clears> on. <throat> yeah.
2: Well, I think we did it. I think so. Shall we rate? <laughs> yes, you go first. All right. you sure you want me to go first? Yeah. All right.
1: Well, folks, it's a 10. No! It's a 10. Yeah. I thought about it long and hard, actually. I didn't write my scroll down, score down until well after I watched the episode. I toyed with the idea of giving it an 8 or a 9 because there were things I didn't love. But I realized that this episode made me laugh and cry the hardest I think I've ever laughed and cried in a single 7th Heaven episode in its three and a half or two and a half season run thus far. Mm. So I gave it a 10.
2: Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
1: I think it's as near as perfect as it gets with the show. Like, okay. I mean, every moment of it was either poignant or nice mm-hmm. or funny yeah. or interesting. Or, I mean, you know, there was nothing that I didn't like about it. Mm. So.
2: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I like it. They've achieved it with me. You're going to give it, like, a three. No, I'm not going
2: <laughs> to give it a three. Because I did like this episode. I found it funny, and I think there was a lot of sweetness to this one. That was actually not annoying like it can be. hmm So, yeah. Um, I'm in between an eight or a nine. Okay um you're gonna have to declare
1: (laughs) i declare i do declare (laughs)
2: um i'm gonna give it an eight i'm gonna give it an eight granted yes there was a lot of funny and whatever i just yeah i'm gonna give it an eight (laughs) cool 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 yeah
1: I think that might be the highest you've ever rated an episode. Is it? No, I don't know. I'm making that up. But I just, I feel like an 8 for you is like a 10. Yeah, (laughs) I know. A 9
2: has never happened. Um, I don't know if an 8 has happened before. But yeah, I'm going to give this one an 8.
1: Yeah. Valid. Yeah. Good stuff. (laughs) Well, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at the number four Heaven's sake pod and on all the places or send us an email at for at gmail.com. And until next time,
2: bye. Did you click? I'm still so on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs>